weird. I'll show it to you after this. <laughs> All right, we're live with uh, Steve Gephardt, Coach D, Marlins hat guy, Noble Burkhead. Uh, Glad to be here. Yep, thanks for coming, guys. We're going to do a WWE payback preview show. I uh, Okay, we're good on the headphones. I just started watching wrestling again like at WrestleMania. That was good stuff. I saw you click on the... The subscribe button you sent me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for the WWE Network. Yeah. So that made it a lot easier. Your days. Yeah, I've already <laughs> watched quite a few of the old stuff. but So yeah, it's been fun. The WrestleMania was a lot of fun. And you guys have been to how many WrestleManias now? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve, Twelve WrestleManias? Straight in a row mm-hmm. every year. Since That's unbelievable. Is that 2005? 22 is the first one, so I don't know what year that Whatever year that was. Yeah. Wow. A long time ago. And this year was in was in Miami? No, Orlando. 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 How was that? Hot. Good. Hot? Yeah, weather nice. was amazing. Yeah. Every day, just perfect. Yeah. 90 degrees, sunny. Yeah. You can't beat that. And that was in in the March? Yeah. Yeah. So for you know a little bit of WrestleMania is the vacation aspect. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you can get caught up in just all the wrestling things going on, but it's right. nice to go somewhere where you get some good weather, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, when we when we first started going, I think it was more for the wrestling part of it. Like, hey, we're gonna go to WrestleMania, it's this huge event. Um, but then as we got older and life kind of took hold, you know, the homeboy's married, he's got kids and all that stuff and and so it's like now we go to just, it's a excuse to get out of town and get to another city and go see things and, and do stuff for a weekend that we would have no mm-hmm. business even yeah. thinking right. about doing. Going otherwise. to cities that you probably would never go yeah. to for, yeah, place know, like, so it gives you a reason to go places that are... Yeah, like San Jose, California, to. I would never have gone there. Like, yeah. I don't think I would have got a chance to go to New York. Oh, yeah. Um, right. Just, you know, Miami, Orlando, Houston, mm-hmm. Atlanta city after city it's always been um, an awesome trip yeah here just to go and get away and, yep. and see new things and, nice and also meet a lot of new people oh yeah we've made some yeah. friends along the way too right you were just telling me we were watching the payback show from last year and you were just picking people out of the stands that you yeah. met and then mm-hmm. turned into friends with and yeah, you just go vacation a, with and hang out oh. yeah we had a, a buddy come down on Tuesday his name's Carrie you would recognize him if you watch enough wrestling he's the guy with the squared circle shirt on at every show he's in the front usually yeah. in the dead center mm-hmm. um, and we've made friends with him throughout the years and just going to shows and stuff and he came down and spent the night at Nobles and nice he just came to Des Moines for a random Smackdown just because we lived here pretty yeah. much right and he cool. wanted to come hang out and see yeah there's a lot of guys that run in the same circles you know we probably don't go as many as some as some of them do yeah but there's some guys that really put on some miles you know oh, I can imagine them. I mean if I had more free time and more right. money, I'd yeah. consider it. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's it. Sure. Definitely. All right, let's get into payback. So um, we've got some interesting matches just from, uh, like I said, I've only been watching for a little while, but you can already, already tell where these things are going. But So we'll just start with the Cruiserweight match. It's uh, Neville versus Austin Aries. I'm going to be honest, I don't watch any of the Cruiserweight stuff, mm-hmm. so I don't pay that much attention to it. But what do you guys think about that one? The Cruiserweights... Um, the cruiserweights are interesting because they've just been doing this whole cruiserweight division in 205 Live. Um, it's kind of fairly a, n- a new thing. Um, so, like having some of the wrestlers like Neville be champion, who debuted um, as a main roster guy mm-hmm. and kind of fell by the wayside doing his kind of superhero face gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, man, man, that gravity forgot whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, so. 
the cruiserweight thing kind of gave him new life, and he's been ten times better as a heel uh, in the cruiserweight division. He's just kind of dominated because the way he looks, as far as his size and, and his look, compared to the cruiserweights, he looks kind of like a monster out there. Right, and so cruiserweights, what is it, together. 205 pounds and yeah. below. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's Words. no way for every match. <laughs> They're not doing weight. Like style. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them might be a little beefier, yeah, there's, there's a couple right. guys. We saw, it was uh, on Tuesday, we saw Tony Nice. Yeah. The premier athlete or whatever he is. But I, I was watching him in the ring thinking, God, that, there's no way that yeah. guy's too old. They're right. short the stature, so that's why it could be, it's like, damn, but man, some of those guys are put together. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Yeah. But Neville's been good, I thought. He's going up yeah. against Austin Aries, who's been around a long time. Um, I didn't realize Austin Aries, I had to look him up today. He's like 30s, I think he's yeah, 39. He's older. Yeah. Really? He's 39 yeah. years old. And so he's had a lot of miles, but he's, I think, a win. I think he's going to win. Because um, Neville's been champion so long. You think Aries is going to win? Yeah, I think they're going to give him the strap for a little bit. Um, but that, for him, kind of legitimizes his career because he's been in every promotion and yeah. won titles wherever he's gone. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. It's intriguing, I think, either way, whoever wins, because to me, those are the two guys in the cruiserweight that are at the top of it. And there's a lot of guys that are way down here. Right. Like, it's like those two guys, and then, okay, who's A big drop next? off. Yeah, yeah who's yeah. next? Because. It's like they can continue a feud for months, but eventually it's got to go somewhere else. So where right. do they go? Who do they, you know, bring into the cruiserweight division that can be any, anything even relevant? I mean, as relevant as the cruiserweights are, they're put on after SmackDown. Right. They got their own show on the network. I mean, yeah. I, it's kind of pushed aside to a degree. It's like they want them, but do they really want them kind of thing. They right. They want a pre-show. Um, yeah. But the, the guys can go. I mean, I think if you're into, like, hardcore wrestling and two guys that can mix it up with moves and speed and stuff like that, it's it's great. I think I think a lot of those guys are really good. And it's going to be it's a just, lot of fast-paced stuff off yeah, the road. Yeah, it's just so. not, I don't think, what sells anymore. You yeah. know, I don't think it's what draws attention as much as, you know, some Brock Lesnar. Yeah, or... yeah, those guys aren't going to sell tickets. But for, like, hardcore wrestling fans, I mean, that's where the true wrestling yeah. is at. So should be interesting. I would I would imagine, I'm going to go and say that Neville can keeps the strap just because I feel like they're really pushing him and he's really doing good. I don't think it hurts him to lose. Um, I'm just more intrigued by where they go after these two guys are done. Like, who's next? I mean, right, okay. You know, I don't see who they've got in the mix. That could, yeah, that I mean, could be in that they've had, title match. Yeah, they've had uh, Jack Gallagher wrestle against those guys. Rich Swan, TJ Perkins, and Brian Kendrick, and, and mm-hmm. that whole crew. Um What's his name? Akawa. Uh, yeah, Akawa's Asian dude. Yeah, yeah. He's coming around, but it's like, like we said earlier, some of those guys are just not. I don't think they're on that level of right. Aries and Neville. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, so we'll go to the tag team matches next. Um, what do we have? We have Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. I like Enzo and Cass a lot. Mm-hmm. Like in their intro when they come out and Enzo's got the mic and he's going for it. Yeah, they're very entertaining. I don't know much about Gallows and Anderson. But uh, what do you think about that one? I think Enzo and Cass, I, I think it's important for them to get a win, but I can see that argument for both squads. Yeah. Um, because they've kind of been pushed down that ladder a little bit. Gallows and Anderson came in pretty hot, and so did Enzo and Cass when they first debuted, but they haven't really done much to become kind of a main event, like a this is a premier team um, that's going to last over time. Right. So I think for Enzo and Cass to be kind of legitimized a little bit as a serious team instead of kind of a, 
uh, squad that comes out there and they get that big pop at the beginning and you can cheer along with their intro and whatnot. Yeah. I think to be taken a little bit more serious as a legitimate tag team, um, I think they need to get a win mm-hmm. um, and kind of push for those titles. And I would like to see them versus uh, probably the Hardys next. Yeah. yeah. If that works out. But. I think they lost their spot when the Hardys came along because I would yeah. imagine right. the mania that. It would have made sense for those guys to go over. It seemed like they were pushing them. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the Hardys come in. And they and that was the straps. ladder match, right? Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine that they had the Hardys planned months in advance. So right. I would have thought, and I hope you know they didn't tell Enzo and Cass that they were winning the straps. And all of a sudden, the day before we got the Hardys, oh, sorry, guys. We're right. Yeah. Put the straps on the Hardys. Because that's got to be a big letdown. But, you know, I'm sure there's a bigger picture. Vince always thinks months in advance. You would sure. think that mm-hmm. those guys long-term – got to be somebody they push because um, I don't see the Hardys staying around as a, a team long I mean those guys individually are better they're great as a team but I think individually there's a lot there too that oh you, you think they'll split up and go individual I think at some so. point? yeah I think you know Jeff was obviously WWE champion years ago mm-hmm. Matt was he pretty much re- refound himself redefined who he was in TNA on his own you know and did that whole broken gimmick and stuff I just think there's more there's money to be made for those guys long term split up, so you got to propel a team into that spot. I think Enzo and Cass is the team to go there. You know, I think fans really get behind them. Yeah, but I, I do like you know I, I like Gals and Anderson too. I think they've got a lot of uh, a lot of, of talent there. Guys that uh, you know come from Japan, come from that Bullet Club where you know a lot of the, the internet wrestling fans really get in behind that kind of thing. I'm kind of actually surprised they haven't done more with Gallup yeah. and Anderson. It seems like they've been mm-hmm. pushed down a little bit, but you know if they could figure out a way to hook them up with Balor and Styles and yeah. reform the Bullet Club. I know Vince isn't big into like taking somebody else's ideas, right. and putting it on his TV, you know, giving any time. But I think that that people would really get behind that. Yeah. That's an interesting aspect is that a lot of these people, when somebody shows up new on Raw, it's not new to the people that are watching those other shows and see them on the internet and that stuff like that. Like that, um, Nakamura came yeah. to SmackDown a couple of weeks ago or raw or one of the two yeah, SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah. And I thought it was the craziest thing ever. Just his entrance and everything was awesome. And yeah. then talking to people like, Oh yeah, we've been watching him for years and so-and-so whatever yeah. like that. But yeah. yeah, that's a whole different underside yeah. of it. It's that very people come up through. now that you get a call up mm-hmm. to the main roster that, that isn't from NXT, like Nakamura. Now, he came from New Japan before that, and people knew him before NXT, but then the WWE fans, for the most part, didn't know Nakamura was until he came to NXT. A lot of people would have, but not... He was. He's never wrestled stateside, really, predominantly, before he came to NXT. Now, they go from NXT to the main roster, and most people that watch enough WWE are familiar with him to a degree, so it's not like that big of a shock. Like, if you get the Hardys that came from... You know, TNA, they went to Ring of Honor, and all of a sudden, boom, they're on WWE, and it's like, oh, this is huge. Right. Like, that pop-up mania was big. Insane. Like, you don't get that because you kind of see, okay, Nakamura lost the, the strap on NXT. You yeah. know he's going to get called up. Um, you, I mean, it's cool to see him with wrestling some different dudes, but it's not, like, shocking. It's not, right. like, a, a surprise, you know. So, and, and I feel like anymore, like, W, I mean, the way wrestling structure now where WWE is the sole show in town and there really isn't too many talents that aren't built through the WWE product that you don't get that big shock arrival right. like you did back in the 80s and 90s when guys jumped from WCW to WWE. Right. Um, 
everything's built through that WWE system where you know they're going to come up. I mean, you, you just know based on what goes on in NXT that a guy's going to get the call. Right, you, know? you kind of so, see it. See yeah, it exactly. So it's not as shocking. You know, that shock value isn't there, which is cool. The Hardy shock value was sweet at Mania. Awesome, yeah. Right. They did a good job. It's, that, was, that was fun. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, the, the Hardys thing. We were at our hotel the day before, Saturday, like, what is it, Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. I think, kind of in the morning. We woke up, we went down to the gym to work out. And we went in there, and I'm in there doing weights, and Noble's running on the treadmill, and he texts me, and he's like, hey, you know, Matt Hardy's in here on the elliptical, he's running around, I'm like, really? Yeah. So I went walking in there, said hi to Noble, kind of walked back, just saw him, I was like, holy crap, it's really him. So he ended up coming in here and came and lift weights, Noble texts me, Jeff Hardy's in here now. I'm like, holy crap. So they, And they were there, and it was funny, because they were in our hotel, which is not where all the mm-hmm. WWE guys were at all. Um, so they did a good job kind of keeping that under wraps right. for the most yeah. part. And, and those guys were there. And then we saw them come out the next day. So it kind of, for us, made it a little bit more exciting because we were like, dude, we're 10 feet yeah. from those right. guys. Right, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't like at a signing or anything. It was just randomly in our yeah. hotel gym. Um, but I think it's an interesting dynamic with Internet and social media and the way that information moves around the globe nowadays and how it affects kind of what Noble was talking about with those shock factor uh, moments and how wrestlers can come in from other promotions because a lot of times, you know, it's easy for us to look up, you know, if I hear a rumor about a guy, I can look up and find 15 of his matches online and right. see what he's all about. Um, or if I'm just randomly following wrestling, it's available at your fingertips where it wasn't like that 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. You just find, you know, New Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever else. Yeah. Um, so that's changed things a little bit. So I think it's harder to find those shock moments every once in a while. I think to the casual WWE fan, those people don't look for that kind of thing. They don't right. go out actively searching, you know, wrestlers that aren't already part of the roster. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's it's cool to see how some of those guys can come from show to show and work the, their way up and work their popularity to a point where WWE is like, yeah, all right, it's time. We've got no choice but in. to bring them up at this yeah, point, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's kind of cool to watch that happen over time. And it, sometimes the unfortunate thing is you see now is the guys that went through NXT that were big in NXT, they don't always make it in the main roster. So what yeah. works down at that level, mm-hmm. and it's smaller crowds, you know, they're working – Orlando primarily, so it's the same crowd a lot of times. You know, they they do venture out now, but for the most part, like the TV is the same crowd. Sometimes what works there doesn't work in the main roster. So it's an interesting dynamic. Now Nakamura is a different cat because he'll probably get over no matter what. But you see guys like Tyler Breeze. You know, Neville was a big star down there. Bo yeah. Dallas. Um, there's a few. I, mean, I probably missed a few guys. The villains. There's been a yeah, few tag teams that's come up. They, yeah, they were yeah. big. That just you know. I know we kind of got sidetracked on no, the ascension, yeah. but the ascension. Yeah, I mean guys that were just big time down in NXT that it doesn't. It just doesn't work. There's no guarantee. Yeah, that right. it's, And so that's you know where um, WWE, even though they don't make the assumption that people watch NXT that watch the main program, they know hey we've got to bring these guys up and we've got to still reintroduce them and still tell their yeah. story. They may start from scratch with some of those guys that bring them up and say, Hey, this is where this guy's been. You know, they probably, Michael Cole and those guys probably beat 
Nakamura's backstory to death about Japan. And like, right. You know, as a cat, as a fan that watches it enough, you know what where he came from. But there's a lot of people that don't watch, and so they've got to retrain. Yeah. And sometimes that retraining and those people what work down there doesn't work at the main roster. So. Yeah. Right. You know that's why you see guys like Brock Lesnar and Undertaker wrestle so long because they're trying to build stars. But what is, I'd say one out of every five that were big at yeah. NXT actually, yeah. you know, are very good. And, come to the main roster they get and, over enough yeah and, and in the kind of wwe's defense of that too i mean that's something they have to do you have to turn your roster over right you oh, can't yeah. have the same guys yeah. once you get to a certain level in nxt and you're champion and you've been in that yeah. kind of main event you, NXT, up there. you have to move you gotta up. give them a shot yeah yeah, yeah. 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 exactly you know and at that point it's either you know we're gonna move you up and we're gonna put you on the the main roster it, and it's your you know either sink or swim time you right know, like Either you're going to find out if you're going to be here for a while, mm-hmm. because if you can't make it, now we're kind of at a point where it's, we can't send you back down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't put you back down at the main event of NXT, yeah, because exactly. we, we're trying to move people up. Yeah. yeah. They got a lot of dudes talent. down at NXT, too. Yeah. So they're trying to keep a flow of talent coming in all the time, because yeah. like Noble said, it might be one out of every five or one out of every, every ten guys that becomes a big-time player. Yeah. Um, that can last a decade or 15 years or whatever yeah. on your main roster. Right. It just doesn't come around very often. Yeah. So yeah. to keep that those amount of wrestlers coming through where you can find a diamond in the rough and somebody who's going to be that guy, you have to give guys an opportunity. And sometimes it just doesn't work yeah. out. Right. Exactly. And that's why you see, I mean, people talk about the part-timers that come around and, you know, I'm not one to bitch because I think, a, you know, somebody like a Brock Lesnar Undertaker, they sell tickets and they're, they're, what they do is great, and they bring eyes. And anything that, to me, about wrestling is anytime you can put eyes on the product, yeah, it's a positive thing, you know. Um, but those guys are going to be around until they can find the next John Cena, or you know, yeah. Reigns is is starting to come along really well. But they're tough. I mean, it's tough to take those spots, and you got to have guys that sell tickets. Yeah. Right. Tickets, you know, like. Nakamura will be a great superstar, but it's going to take time for he probably gets to the point where he's selling tickets. He's the main event in the pay-per-view or something. Point is probably selling tickets. You know, he's got enough heat and probably enough people that like him where I'm going to pay to boo that guy, I'm going to pay to cheer that yeah. guy, but I'm going to pay no matter what. That's right. all WWE cares yeah. about. So there's a lot of guys that probably, you know, they don't care, you know. Yeah. They don't get a reaction either way. So we got to get back to this damn payback. <laughs> right. All right, so... Uh, the other tag team match is Hardy Boys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, awesome match. So this is going to be fun to watch. This, I think they are two of the more exciting teams to watch. Cesaro, I think, is one of those guys who is kind of like what Noble said. He, he got brought up from NXT too a while ago, and he's been kind of floating around that mid card. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the guy wrestle, you know, though he might not be the best microphone. You know, he's no Chris Jericho on the mic, but right? Yeah. He can get in the ring, and the dude can wrestle and go, and he has moves for days, and he's fearless out there. And I think you put him and Sheamus together against the Hardys, who are kind of do anything, do whatever it takes. I think that's going to be a fun, fun, fun match to watch. It'll be I, really yeah. exciting. I've been so watching the last couple weeks of Raw, and so the Hardy Boys and. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, they've wrestled the past couple weeks, right? And I think yeah. they mix them they've, like individual they've done matches. matches. Yeah. yeah, and there's something weird going. Like I don't, I, I don't know if this is just going to be a straight match. It feels like there's something going on between Sheamus and Cesaro where that could go, yeah. that it's, could go weird. It's been an interesting build to that because they've gone with 
those single matches each week, and the Hardys have beat him each week in the singles match. I think Jeff beat Sheamus or Cesaro, I think, two weeks ago. And then Hardy and Matt beat the other one, whoever it was, last mm-hmm. week. Um, but after the matches, it's been this kind of like right. short tension mm-hmm. and then kind of a respectful yeah. handshake ending. So what I can I can see the Hardys winning. I think they're going to keep the belts on them. Um, but I can see kind of Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus turning heel at the end of that yep. and kind of beating them down a little bit oh, yeah. at the end of the match, which might cause, you know, a ton of things to happen after that. You know, Enzo yep. and Cass could come out. There's, there's a lot of different things right. that could happen. Um, but I can see something weird like that going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to watch that one. That'd be a great match. Yep. Yeah, Is that on the main card? Main show? I think so. What's the pre-show? Just the, the Cruiserweight match? I, and the, uh, ta- the first tag match? So I've got the Wikipedia thing here, and it shows... That's probably right. Two matches on the pre-show. Um, it, it looks like it's only Enzo and Amaro, or Enzo, Enzo and Big Cass and Gallows and Anderson on the pre-show, according okay. to this. Um, okay, maybe that cruiserweight's on the main card. Yeah. Not that that all matters, but. Well, that's for the that's for the cruiserweight championship, right? So that would yeah. make sense, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe. I don't know much about this one except for Samoa Joe was the one that injured Rollins mm-hmm. last year, right? Yeah. So yeah. they've got some yeah. some stuff to settle there. Sure. Yeah. Um, Rollins, who did, he had a good match at Mania. Who was it? Uh, Triple H. Triple H. Yeah, and Triple H's entrance took longer than most of the match. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know much about that because, like, obviously there hasn't been anything with Rollins and Triple H. But what's what's up with this Samoa Joe and Rollins beef? Uh, well, they've uh, – Joe has kind of been hired as Stephanie and Triple H's kind of lackey um, to go out there and pretty much hurt whoever they say. Right. Um, and so that ended up being Seth Rollins. Um and so now Seth is, you know, that's where kind of that beef comes from. Um, Seth wants to just kind of get his revenge at him or whatever for you know, what he did to him. Yeah. Which makes sense, you know, it gives Seth Rollins a reason to be on the show. And Samoa Joe, which is another one of those guys from NXT who they had to call up. Yeah. Because he'd, he'd been NXT champion forever, kind of like we talked about earlier. Yeah. But I think it'll be this will be a fun match too. Samoa Joe is interesting because he's so big, but he moves so well for a big guy. So it's fun to see him get in the ring and do some of the things that he does um, that you wouldn't expect out of a guy who's so big. He's one of those guys who's also been around. If you're, you know, if you're more than a WWE casual fan, you know who he is because he's been in Ring of, ring of Honor and TNA and all the other promotions, mm-hmm. and he's wrestled everywhere. Yeah. Um, so he's one of those guys who took a long time for him to get to WWE. So it'll be interesting to see what WWE does with him here. This match for me is hard to call who wins because I can see it going either way. Um, I can see some sort of interference. You know, before we came on today, I talked about, you know, Finn Balor is not on the card. You know, does he come into this at all? You know, him and him and Seth Rollins have history, so it's there's a lot of different things that could go on um, within that match. I think. Yeah, Joe's an interesting cat because I think that. He comes from, I think he was built in TNA, which is kind of surprising. And same with like Styles. Both those guys were built in TNA. It's interesting that they come in and, and for the most part, Vince has kind of put him at the top of the card, uh, especially Styles, especially. But Samoa Joe isn't, doesn't fit, fit that body style. Right. He, you know, he just kind of. A, doesn't have the look for it. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's a big dude. And he does, like Steve says, some great moves in the ring and stuff like that. So. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's what Vince wants, and so I'm just interested to see if Vince. Vince sometimes doesn't put over 
the the other guys. The guys like, who the, yeah, yeah. Like Seth Rollins is a WWE guy. Right, he okay. came from Ring of Honor, but um, so I'm in, I'll be intrigued by this match. But I think there's more to it than than just tonight. So I think this match goes longer because I don't know where I could see Finn coming. You know, him and Joe at some point. Not sure where Seth works. I think you got to keep Seth away from Reigns because I think there's some big money between Seth and Reigns, but I don't think yeah. now's the time. So those guys that feel like kind of go at it, you know, in some form for a few months, because um, this is like it. I think this now wrestling after Mania is kind of a time to try. This is trial and error. Sure, yeah. Mix up, bring some guys into the mix that maybe don't always get in the mix. Look at SmackDown, Jinder Mahal's in the yeah. title equation. Like, right. You got to try some things because I would imagine that they lose viewership after Mania season and it picks back up as it gets to SummerSlam. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe even not until it gets again to Mania season. I'm sure there's yeah. casual fans that don't turn it on until it gets really good. But yeah. so by SummerSlam, they should start having the storylines built for WrestleMania, probably. Well, they may know not, the yeah. main event. You know, I, it's hard to say. I mean, you hear there's, stuff, yeah. and, and some of it holds true. You know, things change so much. Just you know. I think that card. They're. I think they're always looking ahead to that WrestleMania card yeah. because that's your show where you're trying to put eighty to ninety thousand people in an arena, right, 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 and really make your year, make your money. You know, so I think they always have that in the back of their head. But there's so many things that happen throughout the course of the year. People get hurt. You know, some people become huge main event stars, and some kind of fall to the wayside. You know, there's so many things that can happen. So that card changes so much throughout the course of the year. You know, last year it was, you know, it was dead set that Undertaker was going to wrestle John Cena, and that's what the match was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and it turned out not being that at all. So it was. And Shane's in the equation. Yeah, I mean, who knows if Shane would ever came back unless they, right? You know, they needed him. Yeah, know? there's so many different things that go on. Um, but I think they try to move in that direction. I think they know that they have to fill a lot of pay per views. Um, between then and now, especially yeah. with SmackDown and Raw being separate, you know, they have to still move everything so it makes sense in a storyline point of view. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think they have anything. It's I don't think it's ever 100% set in right. stone until, yeah. until probably about a month before. Yeah, I would think by the, by yeah. the Rumble they probably know for sure the main matches and... Mm-hmm. They may know it farther in advance, you know. Right. But I think injuries are the main thing. You know, you gotta keep guys healthy. You yeah. Can't put them on the card if they ain't sure. Available, but yeah. No, I think I think Rollins. I mean, I think this would be a great match. You just see two dudes get after it. I think Seth has come a long way since he got called up to the main show. I mean, I think he's legitimately him and Reigns are the top two stars in that show. I mean, Strowman's he's a, he's a Strowman's coming up there, but uh, yeah. you know, I think you know Seth. They got They keep building him. There's they got to do money. something. There's a lot of money with that dude long term. Obviously, yeah. going over Triple H at Mania is a big deal. Right. Um, so I think it should be a very intriguing match. But uh, you know, could Seth's, go either way at this point. Could still. go either way. Yeah. I mean, I don't it's think tough. a loss to to Seth means anything. You know, I feel like people. It's not that one of those things where oh shit, they're gonna bury Seth. They, right. They yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's. It, I mean, it could go either way. So. But it should be good. I think there'd be a lot of brutality. Those guys work stiff. Both of the dudes work stiff, so it'd be a great match to watch. You know. Yep, that'll be fun. I'm excited about that one. Um, let's do Bailey and Alexa Bliss now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. this is this about the same as the cruiserweights with me. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm a, I'm a huge Alexa Bliss fan. 
um, and not because I think she's smoking hot, which she is, <laughs> um, but I just think she has all the right tools to be a superstar as far as the women's division goes. I think mm-hmm. um, her look and kind of her attitude and the way she comes off and the way she is on the microphone, kind of tied with the talent that she does have in the ring, um, I think is a, a good enough combination for her to be a big time star. And I think WWE sees that too. Um, so I think she wins this match. I definitely think so. I, to I think me, she goes I over. think Bailey is. I think Bailey overkill. I just think it's so over the top cheesy that yeah. I can't even. And I appreciate good wrestling, and and you know I appreciate building stars, but mm-hmm. I think the whole gimmick from coming out with the damn floaty thing <laughs> yeah. to everything she two does men? makes yeah. me want to just you don't like the two men oh my god oh, i just want to puke my favorite is when she that. jumps up and high fives it when oh, she it's down. so dumb you know and that's the thing <laughs> i can't get into what goes on in the ring because i lost it from yeah. entry to the ring i just think bailey's brutal I, I i i'm sure she was great in nxt and people get into it and the kids love it and she sells merchandise right but I just think has a has just a, a performer long term. People are gonna shit all over yeah. that whole. I don't deal. I don't. I don't mind the the entrance portion as much. I do think that her kind of title reign has fallen um, a little bit flat um, than I think WWE would have hoped. Um, I think that they were hoping for a little bit more out of it, like a, more of this underdog story, like oh my goodness, and now she's champion and. Every yeah. time she steps in the ring, people are going to be like, you did it, you did it, you right. did it. Where it's more kind of like, what are you going to do now? Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. so. You can only tell the story of, started out as just, every, you're just like a anybody super else. nice person. Yeah. You know, you're so okay, nice, then, but you that only works gets a big win. First, yeah. You know, big win, and now right. it's okay, now what do you got? You know, mm-hmm. so. So, I'm yeah. glad, but I'm super glad they brought in Alexa Bliss and they mixed up that yeah. women's ring because Sasha. Charlotte and Bailey wrestling in over, any sort of combination over, over the past year, and that should all happen in NXT. Can you cuss on this thing, by the way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, that it's just like it's so overkill that I'm glad that they've kind of mixed that up. I think um, Sasha's still kind of in the mix there, obviously with yeah. Bailey. I mean, she's on Raw, so there's still that. But they've got to do something yeah. to they, get away from. They've leaned extremely heavily on those yeah. three and four girls um, throughout the last, it feels like, it feels like almost two years. Oh, it's, so. it feels like forever. Um, <laughs> and they, they wrestle just, every Raw. Right. Yeah, and in every pay-per-view. Yeah. And it's like, it's just I enough. can only handle so much. Yeah. You know? and, so I, and I enjoy good women's wrestling. I just, you know, it's not it's nothing to do against women in general. I just, this storyline just overkilled did. those three people so much that I can't get, I, I don't mind Sasha, but I can't get into Charlotte too much. You know, she's a pretty solid wrestler. I think Naomi's got real strong potential. I, I dig everything about Naomi. This is what not even you know talking about the card, but what they've done with Naomi with her entrance and just mm-hmm. yeah. You beyond me, I feel like you can feel the pop that she gets like at Mania. I thought people just loved everything to do with her. I think Naomi could be a true star. And uh, props to WWE because she's done a lot of different things gimmick wise that I feel like now that they've really kind of her in a spot where she can succeed and, and she's doing great I think so but that's okay. you know that's the yeah. Smackdown title right that's a different show that's oh, next month's oh show although no, Alexa takes it she's she takes the win yeah I agree I think Alexa okay. it might not be clean 
It might be a dirty, dirty yeah. win, but it'll That's be okay. it'll be a win nonetheless. So we're gonna move on from this storyline. Yeah. But I think in, in the raw side of the story, um, Nia Jax has got to get there. I think she's the monster that they're building, like kind of like Strowman in a way. Right. I mean, how can you have a gal that's, I don't even know what her weight is. I know they announced it, 200-some pounds. Yeah. I could be shortchanging it by far. Not be, be a girl like so much more physically imposing. Yeah, I mean, it's right. like, okay, how can, realistically, I know this is entertainment, but if you're trying to tell a story that's somewhat believable, yeah. how can she lose to these girls that are a third of her size? Sure, you know? yeah. So, eventually, I think Nia Jax has got to be the gal that takes over that women's division. Some um, but I, I I like Alexa Bliss. I'm with Steve. I think I think she's great. At, um, so I, I see her taking the strap here. All right, cool. Let's get to okay. So we've got three more matches. These are the ones I'm really excited for. We'll start with KO and Jericho. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be. A, I've watched a lot of uh, Kevin Owens stuff mm-hmm. lately, and I love that dude. Yeah. Um, I, but he comes off as kind of the the man's man just like the yeah here's what we're gonna do i'm not trying to come in here and look like a super shredded guy I'm just right gonna, just wearing the cutoff t-shirt and shorts I'm just gonna and come in here and i'm gonna fight you and we're gonna see who wins and yeah it's, it's yeah the it only is. concern i have with this one so if uh jericho wins they move him to smackdown right jericho's not gonna that's, jericho's that's not gonna happen that's, it's not happening so yeah. what's yeah so basically it's how is kevin owen gonna win this right. match yeah jericho is on his way out for those of you who, I'm sorry, we just spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. I don't read the wrestling internet at all. Right. Or the rumors or the dirt sheets or whatever. Um, he's going back on tour with his band. Um, he's had... Can we just talk for a second about how amazing his run has been? Um, for a guy who's... You know, and I looked up some of his stuff today before he came on. He's, he said uh, he's 46 years old. I know. Jesus. Crazy. He's 46. And the guy's beaten... There's, I think he said... He's beaten The Rock. He's beaten Steve Austin on the same night. He's won 30, what did I say here, 32 titles in his career. And the man made a scarf and a list into <laughs> items that are, like, insanely hugely popular yeah. to the point where WWE has to sell them on their website. Yeah. Like, that is, I mean, that's just golden, man. Anything mm-hmm. that guy gets a hold of... Um, just becomes super popular because of the way he just immerses himself in whatever he wants to do with it. You know, that whole drink it in, man, catchphrase, when I first heard it, I was like, God, that's so cheesy. <laughs> but after a while, it's like, that is awesome. And then he changes it up to say, you know, you know, cheer me on, man, or whatever it right. is. Like, this, the stuff he does um, has just been so great. It's been a, just a joy, really, yeah. to just watch him, you know, and really become almost the guy on Raw. When he comes on, you watch. Like, you have to watch to see what's going to That uh, segment do. him and Ambrose did last week was the best thing I've seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, every time he talks and he picks up a microphone, you have to listen. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. because what he says is just, it's gold. It's, yeah. It works. Everything he does works. Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Jericho. I think <laughs> I, can compl- I can't compliment it any more than what Steve said because this run... As a guy of his age that's been around as long as he has to keep reinventing himself to get over I mean it's just unheard of I mean it really has been um, and the thing is I think Owens is just as not just as good as the mic but he's pretty solid on the mic um, and so it's not unfortunately it's not as intriguing of a match because Jericho's leaving right because you know Owens is gonna go over I mean they're not gonna give Jericho the title and, and he'd be gone with yeah. it you know it wouldn't make any sense there so 
Um, definitely Owens goes over. Now, Owens is interesting to me because he doesn't, he's the same thing. He doesn't fit that WWE look. It's just, you know, they put wrestling in a t shirt and gym shorts. Um, obviously, Vince is trying to hide something there, but it wouldn't do him any good to come out with his shirt off. <laughs> but now they've got him wearing a suit and tie, which I just think is ridiculous. I just think it's, you don't like the face of America. Well, I, I just yeah. it 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 doesn't. It's not him though. I mean, I know it's you know you got to mix things up, but it just to, it, to me it comes off as it's not him. I, yeah, you know? I think they're it's, I think they're trying to because they put him on SmackDown, right? Yeah, and so. What they try, I think they're trying to do is kind of change his gimmick a little bit. Yeah. Because he's got the U.S. championship, and so, you know, we have a change of brand. Maybe we should just change you up a little bit. We'll, we'll call you the face of America, and we'll, right. we'll give you a little bit different style. Um, which, to me, is fine. You know, I, I don't mind the pompous, arrogant you yeah. know, face of America gimmick that he puts on. Um, it'll just be interesting to see what he does with it to make it worthwhile over time, you know? Or does he just kind of blow it off and go back to the fight Owens fight yeah. gimmick like Noble's talking about. Right. So it's it's it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over time. But I don't I don't think he's gonna win, but I don't know. We'll see what he goes, yeah. goes from there. See yeah. it'd be interesting to go with Owens from there, you know. Right. Obviously yeah. he's working SmackDown so there's a fresh new batch of, of guys for him to work yeah. with. But Owens is fantastic in the ring. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, he's another guy that doesn't fit that traditional WWE mold. Obviously, Vince has thought a lot of him because he put him over Jericho at, at, at Mania, which it could have went the other way, and then they took the, you know, almost take the strap here at Payback yeah. and right. Jericho go over. Um, so I think, uh, you know, that's something there where Vince is, does have some, some big, plans for Owens because sometimes I think you read stuff online and oh, they're trying to you know they don't Vince doesn't think big of Owens they're trying to cover him yeah. up and he's wearing a suit now to cover up what he you know this heavy set body or appearance right. or, or he whatever the, the, it's out there who knows what's what's really reality there but um, um, I'm interested where they go with Owens I think I think it's fantastic I think his good. mic work is, is just as good as what he does in the ring mm-hmm. um, so yeah, he's been I, I like him Owens a lot yeah, <laughs> this could even be something maybe where it's some type of disqualification where maybe Jericho doesn't go out getting beat. He goes out with a disqualification, be, yep. and then that starts a new whatever the next thing's yeah. going to be with Kevin Owens on SmackDown or whatever it might be. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I we know Jericho ain't winning the strap. Right. <laughs> <We can> yeah. <laughs> you can lay your damn money in Vegas. Somebody's <laughs> taking bets on that. You know, yeah. The, the funny thing was, I looked this morning, and the odds when I looked this morning, the Vegas odds had Jericho winning. By a really? slight margin today, I was. Shocked. I just don't see how. I was shocked yeah. when, I, when I saw it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Jericho goes, you know, puts over. He puts yeah. him over. Yeah. And, you know, Without a doubt, if you're in the way, that's it's, kind of the old school mentality. It's, it's yeah, a guy you, over. You, you go out looking, you know, looking at the lights. Yeah. You know, which means you're on your back on your last match. Without right. so. It'd be interesting they bring Jericho back long term. I just, you know, the guy's 46. I think he still sells and he still mm-hmm. puts guys over and he. You know, he can still wrestle. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still, still good. good at all. It's just at what point do you say, okay, now we got to move on. Right. You know, we, I think he's I done know. a good. He's done a good job of taking breaks. He hasn't been one of those guys who's been, you know, he's hasn't wrestled for thirty years straight yeah. without stopping. You know, yeah. He's, he, he's had multiple breaks of you know he's taken a year off. He's taken 
six months off. He's taking another year off. So his age is 46, but I don't think as far as his body is concerned, you know, he hasn't taken as many bumps as as some of those other 46-year-olds have. And to give Jared a little praise, like, when he comes back part-time, he works the house shows. Like, yeah. that's that's not what most of those guys do. I mean, Goldberg wasn't working yeah. Sioux City, Iowa on, there was on a, a Sunday night. Yeah, there was a while when, when Jericho, Jericho first came him. back, he didn't do Raw or SmackDown. He just said, I'm going to strictly yeah. work the house shows. And really? That's it. Um, before I get back on TV. So Which is probably not the most glorious thing in that business. No. Sure. Work, drive to a small town, Podunk, yeah. South Dakota, and for in front of 100 people to you know right. slap on your whitey tighties and go out there and <laughs> do your thing. Sparkle crop shorts. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm excited for that match. That's yeah, gonna that's going to be a fantastic one. That'll be a good one. Oh. Uh, this next one, I don't know. Uh, the House of Horrors match. Uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've I've heard some things. What what did Bachman tell us the other day? Hi, Brett Bachman, if you're listening yeah. out there. Um, supposedly they taped something the other day here in Des Moines. Yeah, they've already supposedly they had bought some place or rented out a house or something and filmed a bunch of stuff already for this. So it's the rumors are there's going to be some pre-filmed stuff mixed in. Yeah, their live they're going to go somewhere and then it's going to come back to the arena. and they'll okay. finish in the ring. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they produce all that and piece it together to make it feel like it's all happening in real time. Yeah. Um, which WWE is, you know, they can do it. I mean, oh, they're, yeah. they're fantastic yeah. with their production stuff, but it kind of reminds me of the, the, that Matt Hardy broken compound. Oh yeah. When they went yeah. outside and they did this whole different thing. And, um, I'm sure the production will be a little bit better than that. Once, you would but, think so. Um, <laughs> and it sucks if you're the live audience and you're going to get yeah. five minutes of ring time and you're right. going to watch it on TV. Yeah, okay. yeah. That would be the downside. Yeah, from a, from an audience, kind of a, a paying customer perspective, we've been you know, to shows where you know, they might have a, a fight go into the back of the arena and you kind of feel like you're just watching on a screen yeah. and it's almost like yeah, I could do this be, at home. I could be doing right. this at home and you've That'd got a, $200 richer. You've <laughs> yeah. got a huge empty ring and nobody in it, yeah. and you're just kind of watching it on the right. on the Titantron or whatever. And so <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how they piece that all together and and what they do with those two. I think this needs to be a really good match after WrestleMania because I don't I don't think WrestleMania went over too well. With it was interesting the what what they tried to do with the production and stuff and yeah, in that match. Yeah, with the maggots the bugs and the worms and. Yeah. and and Randy Orton's entrance kind of getting panned because it looked like a sperm he was riding on the <laughs> right. something, that yeah. snake. And, and yeah. the internet kind of ate those people up for that. Yeah. Um, but it'll it'll be interesting because Orton's a SmackDown guy now. Yeah. And they have him on the Raw pay-per-view wrestling. So I don't know what's what goes on there and what the dynamic is and where Bray Wyatt's messing around with Finn Balor on the last few Raws mm-hmm. fits in with that as well. Yeah. And Bray even um, wrestled last week with The Miz for that tag team. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that really, was that just a one-off maybe yeah, I'm not to sure get him on TV, they, but... It was interesting because yeah. it, it always felt like Bray and Randy, you know, Bray's has his rematch or whatever for the title, but then they put him on different brands, and now right, it's kind of so like... like it's like, it seems too obvious. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, Ward's going to go over, because why would you put the title on him so, and then yeah, put him on a different show or yeah. whatever? Yeah, yeah. No, I think the match could be intriguing, like how they get there and, and how they build it and whatever happens with these pre-shot yeah. things. Yeah. Could be kind of cool, you know. 
It could be also over the top cheesy as all get out. Yeah. This one could be really good or really bad. If you're filming matches and, and you're hitting people with chairs and in the pre-film stuff, how do you come out right. and act and... and it's all. I think and it's all. Show like you know, right. even though you got hit with the chair four days ago, yeah. you got to come out and act like it just yeah. happened. Yeah. I, to so me, I, I'm always intrigued to watch the little things that sometimes people wouldn't watch. Does he have the same knee pads on? Does he have the same trunks on? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. because it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's like, well, if you're gonna tape something four days ago, you got if you're gonna piece it all together, it's got to flow. Yeah. And there's got to be something there that probably doesn't flow. You know, I mean, just right. I don't know. Whatever it may be, it's always fun to watch to make sure whatever they tape and whatever they piece together that it comes back to the live TV and it's it's got to come the off same. consistent. Know? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be. I'm sure you know a billion dollar company thinks they can figure it out. Yeah, they, I mean, right. they think about that stuff too. But it's it's just fun to kind of watch. You yeah. Know, that, those sort of things, how they piece it together. But yeah. I would say Orton goes over. I don't know yeah. why they would put the title on. Bray. Actually, you know, it's a non-title match. match. Right. Because Jinder stole it and he went to Tonic with it. Or did he, he go to, he <laughs> well, went he to went, the Copper he Cup? Went, yeah, he went to the Copper Cup, yeah. yeah. He was down on court out. Damn Jinder. Jinder's an interesting thing, too, because he yeah. went from Monday night getting beat by Finn Balor to getting sent to SmackDown. The next night, Tuesday, yeah. beating somebody there, and then the next week he's the number one contender. Yeah. He's, so, he's interesting. I, I actually, I, I don't mind Jinder. So far, I, I actually have I've enjoyed what they've done with him. He's definitely got the look of somebody who can just tear into you and, and do what he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he fucked him. up Finn Balor in that match, too, with the, the elbow. Is a, yeah. uh, the guy is a legitimate specimen of a, of a man yeah. as far as what he looks like. I mean, he's just cut and shredded to the core, um, and he's big. you know. So I think his promos that he's cut the last couple weeks – you know, just kind of getting at like the stereotype of America. Yeah. You know, and you what it is. I think nasty English. Yeah. You boo me because I'm too wealthy. Is it because I know two languages? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's easy I've, heat. You know, it's easy heat, great. but it, it's good because it's it's good to see him. Like you know, SmackDown is is kind of what they say it is that kind of land of opportunity where they give guys yeah. chances to shine, and so. Yeah. It's good to have him, you know, get an opportunity. I think a lot of people are like, "Oh man, what did they gave to gender, da 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 da, blah blah blah." You know, it's. I think that's bogus. I yeah. think everybody. I think they're giving him a shot. It's kind of like we said earlier. If he doesn't do anything with it, then he doesn't do anything with yeah. it. Right. It's kind of it is, but yeah. it's that time of year where you got to give yeah, people yeah. opportunities to to become big time. And, and if you think about it, for as it relates tonight, I mean. If you're if, if you're thinking about this in reality terms, obviously we're talking entertainment, but Jinder wouldn't want Bray to win the title if he's supposed to face Orton at the next pay per view. So right. why wouldn't Jinder get involved and say, "Well, if I'm gonna fuck Bray Wyatt up, so Orton wins this match, so I have a title opportunity." Yeah, yeah. I, that's thinking reality. This is reality, but it's like you know, if you're trying to piece it together, like you could see Jinder getting involved and maybe helping Orton. I don't know <clears> if it'll <throat> happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I could see him costing the match, but then that wouldn't make any sense, you know? Or may- maybe they get a, di- well, there wouldn't be a disqualification in the House of Horrors match. 
Right. They're burning yeah. down houses. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. We don't even know what this thing is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it and, could be. And through all the weeks that it's been announced, I haven't heard much more about it. They yeah. just keep saying House of Horrors match. Nobody knows what it is. No. Even Randy Orton, legitimately in the ring, says, I don't know what a House of Horror match <laughs> is, but yeah. I know it's going to be brutal. Right. Okay. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. Can't wait. He lit uh, Rowan up with some of the kendo sticks the other night. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> and I've sharp. seen a few Marsha Horns back. I don't know what the fucking kendo stick is. Right, like is what it, it's used for in real you life. Get, when you pull one out of a tree, like how do you make that? <laughs> like five or six pieces of like bamboo taped together and something like that. That's the only place that I've ever seen it. We have a bamboo tree. We can just try one. We just cut ours down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only time of the year you don't let it grow past. <laughs> right. No. Because then you get pandas and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all new wildlife. You get those bamboo. Yeah, right. They're, exactly. They're stuck then they're banging on the back door. The only place I've ever seen those are under the ring at <laughs> wrestling. Well, they help tighten the turnbuckles. That's, yeah. that's why they're there. Plus, the you know the chairs and the tables. Right. You know all that yeah, stuff's there for. Well, I want to know why rings. they have aluminum garbage cans underneath the ring. <laughs> well, they just always seem to be there when somebody yeah. needs to go off the top rope with one of them or something. Shane, Mc, Shane McMahon's wrestling. There's always one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is kind of funny to see the shit they put under the ring. Yeah. It's like. Hindsight, why the fuck would that be? Under right, there? I've, never <laughs> a, one, I've never seen one of those cans filled with trash. <laughs> no, yeah, or I've ever it's seen not a like guy they pull it out and they fill it up with trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty sure there was a I chainsaw thought. at WrestleMania at one point. So yeah, there, I think last year there was. Didn't Ambrose bring one out? <laughs> yeah, it never, it never started. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of those things. that this is a sidetracking, but that's so over the top. Like you know, the guy is not going to cut the other right head off. So why even use it? Because it's like, it's going to look dumb no matter what. Well, it's the same thing with like a baseball bat or a sledgehammer. Yeah. If you're in a fight for your life situation and you have one of those things, you hit it like a baseball bat. Yeah. You don't take the bottom of it and... <laughs> cover with your hand yeah, and, and jack and, the guy. Right, yeah. right in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I'm going but, for the soft But part. I do, you know, <laughs> I, I think sometimes like when Triple H uses a sledgehammer to pull it out and he'll bang it against the steps so that you know that this is legit. It's, it's Even right. though he covers it up, I mean, they, you know, there's a way they have of using it. But it's like, sometimes like when I think when Sting used to use the bat, I'm like, I'm the thinking plastic like, bat. yeah, I'm like, I'm wondering, <laughs> is this just a wiffle ball bat that they taped to make it look real and you right. don't know that he's, you know, that it's not a real one. Or it's not a Louisville real. slugger. Yeah. yeah. But like, I think there's some things you can do in the storytelling telling process that you can like, you know, do something that is like, okay, this is, legit. It sounds you like know, this good. sounds good. <laughs> right, well, th- yeah, this House of Horrors match, I think Can it's got a, pause for <laughs> oh, I think there's a lot of expectations going into this match, so unless they pull it off, it's going yeah. to, it could flat. be the yeah. shits, or it could be the greatest thing. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But it'll be the end of that story. Yes. Yeah. That's true. So. And then we can let Bray get on with whether it's going to be Finn or whoever it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, probably. So, I, you know, pretty much the Wyatt family is kind of done now after this point. I mean, Rowan and Harper are both on SmackDown, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a push for Bray, get him away from the family angle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think him and, and uh, Finn are an intriguing matchup just because of the, you know, the, the intros are pretty intriguing. Right. Then, you know, right. They both kind of have this underworld kind yeah. of, yeah, you know, bipolar split personality where you know Finn comes out on pay-per-views with his demon oh yeah and stuff which is amazing by the way if yeah. you haven't seen that yeah I haven't seen it I haven't I seen him on a pay-per-view he's yet done that on a main roster pay-per-view I don't think he's done it on the main roster he has yet um, yeah. but it's it's something to behold it's fun to watch 
he, he uh, when we were down, where was that, Dallas? No, it wasn't Dallas. Yeah. It was, was it Dallas when we were at the takeover down there? Is that when yeah. he came out with that gimmick? He didn't come out with it, but is that when we saw it yeah, last? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, that's a, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's a cool thing to watch. So hopefully they do something with those two, because that would be. Yeah, I'm excited to see some more of Finn stuff. Yeah, so. Finn's a good, yeah. he's good. He's All right, this last star. match, um, Roman and Braun Strowman, the fans cannot wait to boo Roman oh. every time he comes out. That is WWE fans' favorite pastime nowadays yeah. is booing Roman for no reason besides right. the fact that he's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry, WWE community, but that's <laughs> what you do sometimes. Yeah. Right. So Strowman has just been absolutely killing everybody for the past two or three weeks. Yes, just he... which is good. Good booking. Oh, yeah, man, he's fantastic. They have made that guy look like a million yep. bucks. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. So he, the fans love him now, which is obvious yeah. because he, after it, what he did to Roman. Yeah. It's so seeing what's going to happen tonight. It's interesting because people love Braun. They're not supposed to because yeah. he's supposed to be the heel and the bad right. guy, and he beats up everybody and does what he wants and doesn't listen and blah blah blah. People are supposed to like Roman because he's a face and he's you know the guy who comes in and does the right thing and, and right. battles the bad guys but people boo him. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that these two are going together. Um, I think that I don't know who's going to win the match. I think if Roman wins somehow, I think the place is going to go absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think good or bad. A, as in like bad. people will boo <laughs> <laughs> relentlessly, you know, as if their firstborn has passed away right. or something crazy has happened. Uh, because that's what you do is you boo if you're yeah. firstborn. <laughs> yeah. You go to the funeral home and just lay on the, yeah. the thumbs upside down. Yeah. Just yeah. give them the thumbs down and they believe. Sorry, yeah. Ryan, if you're out there, mess bad. Thumbs down. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting that they put these two together and have kept going with Braun just kind of dominating him the entire time without letting Roman get any in, any kind of offense in at all, really. I think that sometimes lends itself to that guy who hasn't gotten any offense yeah, in winning. He kind of right. ends up going over. But I don't know which way. I, I don't know how. It, which is, it's a good problem to have because, yeah. you know, I, I like being able to go into matches saying, I just don't know who's going to take this because they've spent so much time building Braun up into what he is. Um, to let Roman pin him clean would be, I think, kind of a disservice to that a little bit. Totally I think um, having him win uh, saves, you know, what they've done a little bit with him and, and keeps him as kind of the monster. But I don't know if they let him win clean either. So I don't yeah. know yeah. because I don't, they know Roman is kind of the golden boy yeah. and they want Roman to still be this main event. They want him to be the next John Cena and the next mm-hmm. big-time guy who carries the company for a decade. So it, it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do and, and how they book the match out and, and who wins and who lo- loses and exactly how that comes about. Right. I think yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think you're right that if uh, if Roman wins this match, unless it's something I can't even think of how he would win it to where the fans would cheer for him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a way that they could do that. But if they if Braun just kills him and puts him out for another couple of weeks and then they put Strowman against whoever else, yeah. I mean, that's going to be huge as well. So yeah. I don't know. Real intriguing match. I mean, gosh, I don't know. I, I to me, I, I think you almost eventually got to get these guys away from each other because those yeah. are your two 
your two Huge studs. Dude, yeah. yeah, I mean, it really built Strowman to be just this bad dude. I mean, I'm digging it. It's old school, like, yeah. beat your ass. Squash, squash you just come out and kill dudes, you know. If, if you beat them up, beat them up another 10 minutes. You right. Know? Yeah. There ain't, he ain't beat anybody up long enough, kind of, kind of deal. I dig everything about what they've done with Strowman. Yeah. Um, I like I like the whole you know you take them out you you know you're walking through the back hallway yeah, and you, just, you grab a random person and you beat them up right and that's just how you are yeah. like if you look at me funny I'm gonna take you yeah. out yeah I'm throwing like, you that dumpster that's who I am like gold dust and our truth oh, yeah. and the whole locker room he took out like five or six guys a few weeks back oh yeah I thought that was just great oh yeah and how they sold him as this guy who just could not be stopped no yeah. matter what right yeah and so it's intriguing you know I think at Fastlane didn't they let Reigns beat him clean before Mania, it was kind of just baffling. Like, he just beat him. It wasn't anything. wasn't anything to it. I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. I'm trying to jog my memory back to two months ago, but I'm not <laughs> sure. That's why I'm not real sure what happens here, because Reigns has a clean win over him. I feel it would be a, a huge disservice to whatever they're doing with Strowman for him to lose clean. Right. Um, so, it's very intriguing. I think... Strowman versus Lesnar has some real money written all over it. Yeah. Which well, means you got to put him over Reigns. you got to build Strowman, just let him keep building, and all of a yeah. sudden he's this monster. Yeah. Who's going to stop him? Well, I want the WWE title, or whatever they call it, the Raw title. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. They got so many names. But, I, I mean, to me, that would be so intriguing of what Lesnar and Strowman would do that. So have Strowman just run over people for the next couple yeah, of months. Yeah, I mean, that's what Lesnar does. Yeah. Like, you get those two guys together, like that is like, who, baby. That's your, that's, that's what that's you your money match, yeah. And I think Reigns and Rollins down the road is probably the money match for Raw. You know, you got your ultimate face, I think, on Raw is, is Rollins. And Reigns is a technically a heel, but he's getting booed like a heel. They might as well embrace it like The Rock did long, many years right. ago and say, hey, you know, fuck you guys for booing me whatever they need him to come out and do and embrace it because yeah. that would just draw him even more heat if there's any more heat to be drawn yeah. out of him yeah it's, I think he needs to just kind of take his personality and just be who he is and don't don't do or say things that come off as trying to be cocky or too arrogant just be who you are you yeah. know what I mean say you know I don't care if you like me I'm just going to keep winning and yeah. that's how it is if you don't like it up yours right just, yeah. I, I'm Roman Reigns and this is who I am yeah. so I think you know I think once he does do a full heel turn I think people will embrace him more and then if he does come back being face he'll have a little bit better go about it oh without a doubt, little bit yeah. so because typically if you go heel and you embrace the heel you become cool like right. Roman's probably technically supposed to be the heel but yeah. now he's cool you know I yeah. mean, that's, he's cool because he's beating up somebody that everybody hates exactly right. yeah but even like Austin back in the day, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just, if you're, if you're such a good heel, people will love you. you right. Know, not too yeah. many people that actually as a heel oh. stay completely as a heel only, just get booed. There's only a few guys like that. Like Chris yeah. Jericho does that too. He's, he's supposed to be a bad guy yeah. with Kevin Owens, but people just cheer the heck out of him. Right. They just right. love everything he does. Yeah. So it's so much of a different dynamic than it was like in the eighties when, Iron Sheik gets booed, Hogan gets <laughs> cheered, you know, Earthquake, he's booed, he squashed Hogan, you know, I mean, there was such a cut and dry, right. you know, and the, you knew the fans yes. were going to cheer, that changed, you know, so many years ago, I think it's a tough dynamic as, as the folks behind the curtains to try to, like, 
you know, figure out what you know what to put together and who to wrestle against because you got you just I mean, the, you don't know what the crowd's going to do. You right. Know, back, you back in the day, you pulled the strings like with a puppet on what the crowd was going to do. Now it's not. The not case. not so much. You yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't know. You know. <laughs> but all right. I, I think I, I could see some sort of just. Double count. I, is this just a regular match? Give me yeah. Finish? Yeah, double count, yeah. double DQ, you know, something right. where it doesn't really end these two going together. You know, I feel like they're probably going another pay-per-view. they got to fill some time before the uh, yeah. the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that on Well, they're going to have Lesnar wrestle somebody, so yeah. yeah, that should be intriguing. All right, last word. What's the, uh, what's the match to watch tonight? What do you guys got? Which one are you most excited for? Match to watch. Um, for me, I'm thinking. You know, I'm. I think that Seth Rollins Mojo match is gonna be, is gonna be a fun one to, to take a look at. I also th- I think, for all the reasons that we said, I think the Reigns and Strowman match is gonna be good yeah. as well. I think those two are your. Yeah. That one has to end the show matches. probably, right? Oh, without that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think those two will be. I think because of the uncertainty of how they can go yeah. and how they can finish, I think those are my most two intriguing ones. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's easy to see how that match, is, right. those matches are going to go. Yeah, I'd agree. Rollins, Reigns, and Strowman. I think that's where, where it's at. So I think that's what I'd go with as well. Should be very intriguing. Yep. All right. Well, nothing left to do but to watch the uh, show. So oh, yeah. Yeah. thanks, guys. Pre-show on a six. Yep. So, yeah. Do you plug your Twitters or whatever they are. Twitter at DJ Coach underscore G. Same on Snapchat. Hit him up. Boom. True Colts fan T R U Colts fan, and we got an A rating out of the NFL.com for that draft this <laughs> past weekend. I hate to bring that up, but damn, watch out for those horse next year. Few, right. sh- few shout outs. How about those bears? Let's talk about those bears. That's a whole nother podcast. Oh. <laughs> That's a whole nother <laughs> Taking a quarterback. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Shout outs to uh, all our wrestling buddies, Ryan yeah. and Carrie and the whole crew, Pino, Zumba's guy, all the, yeah. the whole. And we got some listeners out in China, right? And like Vietnam. And I have a big following in China. I figured you did. Yeah. So. They wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Go get your WWE book of rules as well. Yep. No so pulling you know the trunks anymore. Keep them off the hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for being on it. Uh, thanks for watching Thank in. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back another time. We're going to do this again sometime in like soon. In like an hour. In like an hour. <laughs> Post All show right. coming up. Yeah. <laughs>